what would you say if someone asked, how are those New Year's resolutions going? Or why do you want to lose weight? Sometimes their vision is short-sighted. This is the Begin Within podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit My guest today is T. Carrie Mitchell. She is a motivational speaker, wellness coach, and the founder of Lifestyle 120 which you can learn about at her website, lifestyle120.com, where she supports her clients and others to aim for a life that is 120 years long uh, with the goal of not just living longer, but living better. She's here today to share with us the seven shifts that she encourage her, encourages her clients to address in order to transform their life and make that 120 possible. Here's what I'd like for you to listen for as we go on with the interview. First of all, take note of each of those seven shifts that T. Carey mentions and do a little bit of a internal checklist. If, you, if you're listening, you can um, take some notes. Great if you're just mentally taking notes. As she goes through those seven, compare yourself up against them and see how you're doing. Maybe even rate yourself on a scale of one to 10 and leave the interview, leave this episode with something to work on, something very specific, perhaps in one of those seven areas. We also have a really interesting section of the interview around the topic of purpose and taking some time to think about what will really keep you motivated in making the changes that are needed in order to live a healthier life. And then finally, we spend a little bit of time at the end of our conversation digging into one of those seven areas that has to do with paying close attention to your physical environment. So I want you to listen for the benefits of doing that because as we've had guests on before, obviously our focus always is to give attention to the inside work of fitness, but T. Carey brings out something really important that we really haven't touched on too much, and that is to take a look at your physical environment where you spend your time and ways that it can better reflect the goals that you have in terms of health and wellness. Here's my interview with T. Carey Mitchell. Today, as you know, today it's not unusual for people to live to 100, but we want to be healthy when we get there, right? We want to be really kicking it when we get there. (laughs) So I believe that if we create a lifestyle that brings balance to body, mind, and spirit, we can extend that trajectory out beyond the 100-year marker to possibly 120. 
That's okay. the kind of life I think is available to everyone who claims to choose it. Nice. So it's like if, if we're shooting for 120, mm-hmm. we're going to be making healthy, you know, really balanced, good decisions with that as our, our goal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anyone who chooses to claim it, it's theirs, but they've got to claim it and be real serious about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How, how do they claim it? Like, what, tell me more about that. Like, what would somebody who Well, is- they have to realize, oh, well, actually, they claim it by understanding that they're here on the planet for a purpose. And once they realize that, no matter what age they are, well, what do I have to do to be of service in the community and work my passion and be of service, you know, be of service to others. I'm going to have to be healthy in my body, mind, and spirit in order to carry that out. So I think that's it. They've, they've got to know that they are here, not just for themselves, but for others. Got it. So awareness of that kind of community Aware. responsibility and then mm-hmm. accepting yeah. the responsibility and saying, I'm okay with that. Others, mm-hmm. others depend on me to do my thing. Yeah. But that requires I show up the best I can be. Right, right exactly. Okay. And it, it, I think a lot of people don't know that that's possible. Um, and that's, of course, where I come in with the coaching, but yeah. they may not understand. They know that there's something missing. They're not sure. And so that's where you know, they just need a little bit of support to help get them there. Yeah. Gotcha. So what, as you're working with your clients, what kind of, what kind of transformations are maybe typical or maybe are possible for somebody who comes to you for some help? Yeah. Well, you know, every person is different, of course, you know, but generally I find that clients are looking for quick results. Can you imagine? (laughs) They want it now. So I've also noticed that when clients establish intentions, to improve certain aspects of their lives. They're, they're often looking at the goal in isolation. Many, many are looking for immediate results without that conscientious plan, which is mm. usually a temporary solution to a much bigger concern. Yeah. So for example, what, what would you say if someone asked, how are those New Year's resolutions going? Or why do you wanna lose weight? Sometimes their vision is short-sighted, it's like, I want to fit into my beautiful gown I picked for my daughter's wedding. Well, okay. Um, But then why is it that after a few weeks, many people find themselves making excuses about honoring their commitment or resort to self-sabotaging behavior? Why don't their efforts, in other words, have long-term effects? And I think it's because there's no conscientious foundation to support their growth. See, our physical world reflects our consciousness. We must change our inner programming by reframing our thoughts and words in order to experience desired results. So once we go deep and establish a lifestyle plan that will promote longevity and support life, lifelong dreams and passions, they will experience a shift that will lead to success, I believe. Can we dig in a little bit into the, I guess the maybe nutrition and lifestyle interventions that you found are mm-hmm. most beneficial for the clients that you work with? I mean, especially with, I know your focus is helping, helping women to make the second half of their life even better than maybe the first half, right? 
now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, there, I, I, I don't know if we have time, but there, there are really seven components. Yeah. Um, let's let's go for it. We're talking about sort of like nutrition is, it, you know, I can talk about nutrition. Maybe we could start there. Maybe we just go into the components, but um I don't know. I was think, thinking that we, we have quite a few young young people listening as well. So I say, hey, young folks, <laughs> we, I'm included, <laughs> should commit to sustainable lifestyle practices um, that create harmony in our lives and that focus mm-hmm. on self-care. And I have trans, transformed my life many times over the last 15 years. And what I have learned is that in order to increase our chances of living a long, fulfilling life, these seven lifestyle elements must be practiced in order to grow and flow. So the first one is to nourish our bodies, of course, with fresh, wholesome, vitamin-rich meals, uh, making a conscious decision to avoid highly processed foods, laden with salt, fat, sugar, and preservatives. So nutrition second is regular fitness routine i know you know about that (laughs) (laughs) that's your thing yeah so yeah our bodies were meant to move and devising a plan to move more will help to keep it working properly third is proper sleep Uh, we need to be well rested in order to accomplish our daily tasks fourth is the importance of a comfortable and inspiring living space Okay. Don't forget this. Yeah, that's free of clutter and toxicity. Uh, we want to make sure our surroundings are conducive to inner peace and creativity. Fifth is nurturing healthy and meaningful relationships, keeping in touch with those we care about and, and, and building new friendships. Sixth is kind of touching this just a teeny bit at the beginning, but is generously giving of ourselves through community service. And the seventh is the big one pursuing our interests and dreams. That's what keeps us relevant and passionate about life. Now, I believe that committing to these lifestyle components will promote health and wholeness and enable us to lead a full life. These elements are intimately connected. For instance, if you want to improve your overall health, you'll need to do more than eat nutritious foods, right? The seven lifestyle Mm -hmm. components must be aligned in order to reap the benefits of optimal health. I'm curious about the younger part of our audience that you mentioned. What, as, as you look at them, what are some pieces of advice or maybe what would be the, the biggest piece of advice that you would love to give so that they can enjoy healthy aging? Mm-hmm. Yeah, to start early for sure. Um, and they said this, this messaging is for them uh, for sure. Um, because I think if they start early in taking care of themselves and, and, and honoring uh, their life and this precious body that they came into the world with, I think that they will be able to age gracefully. Um, but it's all the seven components that I had mentioned, you know, the nutrition and, you know, the lifestyle components, your relationships, all of that. Because it seems that if, at least for me and what I've seen with in speaking with people, is that if one is out of balance, then it seems like everything else seems to be sort of, it doesn't feel right. Hmm. Okay. Um, but, but you really do have to pay attention to yourself. And I think a lot of yeah. people 
are not really paying attention because they go about their daily duties um, without really giving giving it a second thought. Um, So I would say um, one way to begin, and this is kind of a cliche right now, but it's like we have to almost get out of our own way. I know people have heard that before, but what I want all of our listeners, the younger listeners and, and everyone else to, to hear is that what I mean by getting out of our own way is it's important to have the goals and intentions, but because we don't know everything, we must be open, being flexible and patient and resilient and open to possibilities that cross our path. Um, mm. And the key here, what you had asked initially, is how do they tap into this? Well, spending sacred time with themselves, I think is key, mm. uh, which includes a quiet reflection. People don't spend yeah. time with themselves. Yeah. Establishing yeah, a, a consistent practice, how, whatever that looks like for you, and spending time in nature. That's my big, gosh, I love nature. I mean, if you don't have the answers, you spend time in nature. By the time you get back home, at least you'll be refreshed enough to at least have some possibilities in front of you. So, so getting out of our own way also means releasing um, our view of perfectionism. Oh, that's mm. me. I'm, I'm perfectionist queen. I'm getting so good at releasing that. And to stop shooting on ourselves, being open to the journey of learning and growing. But yeah, spending time with ourselves is key, I think. Oh, interesting. I love it. Yeah. Part of the lifestyle. You know, eating healthy and exercising. I'm doing, that's wonderful. But are you spending time with yourself? Are you doing these other things? Yeah. Are you focused on your passions and your and your gifts and and uh, being you know being willing to share those with others? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's about part of it. Awesome. I um one of the seven that really jumped out to me, if if you don't mm-hmm. mind, just taking a few extra minutes, um, was the part about the environment, because mm. I I honestly feel like that's one of the pieces that. I don't hear a lot about. Mm -hmm. And as you said it, it made a lot of sense, especially when you're talking about how they all work together. And if one is, if one is not there, the rest just kind of, they're not going to be amplified Uh as much as they could be. Um, Why why have you found that to be so important? Such a, I mean, I know you could have left it out of the seven. You could have been like, Oh, there's six, but Uh why, why is that one so necessary? It's necessary because that's where we really grow in our environment. And I, I write a lot of uh, blog posts on all, all seven, actually, but I do recently, uh, recently posted some really key um, discussions about environment. Yeah. So when you think about it, if, if, if you're exercising and you're, and you're, and you're eating right and you've got a couple of key good relationships going on, but you feel kind of like, ah, nervous about stuff. What's wrong? It might be that your home environment needs to be revamped. Um, A lot of people have so much clutter in their homes that it's cluttering up their spirit, their mind, their life, Mm -hmm. and they don't really understand why everything just seems sort of out of sync. Yeah. 
if we take time, and I'm talking about your personal environment, of course, the external environment also, we've, we all have to work on that since we are members of the planet, right? <laughs> we have yeah. to all work on that. But, but your internal environment, your, uh, your home environment, you have control over that. And so re releasing the clutter will release all the other types of, I guess, uh, things that are bogging you down in your life. And again, I help, help people with that as well. Yeah. But yeah, um, I think wow. that's really, really important. Um, having a place within your home, if, if you have a large family, for your, your own space for quiet time, even if you're living alone, that's really important. And your environment also includes very key element, and that's your bedroom. And then we can get into having a peaceful, clean, fresh, cool bedroom where you can, uh, that promotes rest and relaxation in the evening. And, you know, take out those uh, all of those electronic devices yeah. those out of the way because because those may be clogging up your system as well. So yeah. that's just kind of a little piece of it. The environment plays a critical role. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I man. I, I would love to dig in more on that. Maybe have you back and just specifically focus on those aspects of the environment um, oh, and our okay. home environment specifically. That that is it's really interesting to me. I love that you that you include yeah. it. In those elements yeah i think even you know if we're talking about some of these overlap the seven overlap because yeah. if we're talking about having loving kind and um a, a relationship that flourishes that could be considered an environment too that you're dealing with a person or people that are toxic hmm. that's your environment if you're spending time with them they are yeah. in your space so yeah, yeah we, we could delve into yeah. that a little deeper sure that is that's really interesting to me tk thank you so much for being on the show well thank you for inviting me nate well how did you do as you thought about each one of those seven areas of focus in order to live longer and live healthier and maybe for you there weren't too many surprises because of the types of things that we talk about regularly and if you're like me, it always helps to have reminders and to be able to take a look at a checklist like that or the components of a system like that, like those seven components, they all work together to support us in being healthier and living longer, right? And that's something that all of us want. That's why we're here, right? So how did you do? Is there one area that you took a look at it and you thought, wow, I need to give this some real attention and real focus, well, then I encourage you to take some time to think about what might be the smallest, teeniest, tiniest little step that you can take right now to move forward in that specific area. And maybe for you, it's given attention to that kind of surprise area, for, which was for me kind of a surprise anyway, to give attention to physical environment. Is it organized? Is it clean? Is it clear of clutter? So that it is representative of what you want happening on the inside. Is the outside, the world around you, the, the, at least the world around you that you have control over, is it a reflection of what you want to be happening on 
the inside. Um, that little exchange goes both ways, right? Maybe the outside environment right now is a reflection of some lack of lack of peace, lack of harmony that's going on inside, and that might be slowing you down in your progress. Um, so perhaps giving attention to that physical environment can help you start to feel some peace, some calm, so that you can begin to move forward to a healthier place. I want to thank T. Carrie Mitchell so much for joining me here on the Begin Within podcast. If you would like to receive her weekly blog and newsletter, please go to lifestyle120.com. That's lifestyle120.com, and I will link to that in the show notes as well. If you are a busy person who's trying to fit fitness in and you are sick and tired of trying to do it alone, and you could use some support, please let us know. You can reach out to me at my email, nate at beginwithin.fit, or on the website, which you hear about here on the podcast each and every week, beginwithin.fit. Please connect with me or a member of our team so that we can support you in your fitness journey. Thanks so much for your time for your attention. It's super valuable to me. I appreciate so much that you spend some time with me right here each and every week on the Begin Within podcast. I will talk with you next time. 